Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Salinger. Our first reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The topic, progress. One day at a time, we make progress in our emotional, physical, and spiritual lives. Big Red Book, page 255. You know, what stands out for me there is the emotional progress. Uh, you know, this really just not really talked about. Uh, you know, I think it's a crucial of the reparenting uh, process. Uh, you know, I think in, in my childhood, uh, you know, fear was rampant. Anger was, you know, it, it depended on who you express the anger to, but sadness and joy necessarily weren't there. And I think, you know, emotional literacy is, you know, far more important for mental health than, you know, EQ or emotional intelligence or whatever stuff, you know, you know so much I, I think of society, you know, I think of that quote, it's no... It's no marker of sanity to be well adjusted to an insane society. And so much of stuff, you know, particularly, I think the content that I used to consume is just really surface level shit. Back to the reading. Many of us have experienced a sense of the unreal when it comes to our body, either pushing them beyond their true limits of endurance or completely neglecting our physical needs. You know, I think in my 20s, there was a lot of drinking and not valuing the body and almost this wanting to make up for it when I, you know, realized how important physical health is. And it has been one of the most important parts. Some of us have a natural talent for winning physical contests, while others sit on the sidelines thinking to ourselves that we could do that, but we just don't feel like it. Whatever our past situation, learning to take care of ourselves means understanding the value of appropriate physical activity that doesn't make us vulnerable to unnecessary injury or illness. We begin to allow ourselves to truly appreciate the place in the universe. And I think that's why record keeping, uh, you know, like reflecting and some of these apps can actually be very helpful. I find to get the clarity, it feels like the vagueness or the devil or whatever, you know, the, the inner critic seems to thrive in that. Back to the reading. It may seem difficult to learn moderation in all things as we find what good balanced health can mean for us, but gradually gets easier. We start to establish routines that become habits that eventually become second nature to us. I would add good habits. The accompaniment to our physical care is our emotional nourishment, which we find through prayer and meditation. This can be done silently or be accomplished by experiencing nature, dancing to our favorite songs, like during workouts, or simply reminding ourselves to breathe deeply. Yeah, these three things are awesome. It is part of our progress and recovery, how we help ourselves heal. This day, I live in the moment by taking care of both my mind and my body. I breathe, move, and ask my higher power to be with me. The next reading also comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is separate identity. And, uh, you know, the first thing I think about is I would highly recommend anyone who listens to this podcast to check out Susan Ford's Toxic Parents. Um, you know, and then there's other topics as well. Back to the reading. As we struggle to form an identity separate from our parent programs, we're also becoming aware of the needs to separate emotionally from our alcoholic homes. Only in complete separation can we find the freedom to express who we are and to create the experience of intimate closeness we so desperately needed as children. Before many of us came to ACA, our other programs helped us start the journey correct. But they may have also led us to believe that we shouldn't separate ourselves from our abusive families. And yeah, this comes up a lot in AA. It's about as, as you know, don't care about your feelings and you're all this and you're bad, you know. And, you know, like I said, I'm profoundly grateful. But yes, you know, to really get to that second level, that stage two recovery that, you know, Charles Whitfield talks about in the ACA Big Red book, um, 
kind of have to separate ourselves from those things too. So we continue to show up for those who are emotionally unavailable, giving them love and support while our inner resources dwindled. And I think that's why, you know, just pausing and thinking, what's my feelings? You know, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? Am I jittery? Am I joyful? Back to the reading. As our inner child develops a voice in ACA, we hear the pain and we begin to acknowledge the depth of family's dysfunction. And, you know, one of the things that's come up in my recovery is just grieving, you know, losses and fantasies that, you know, just, just need to process and let go, you know. We give ourselves permission to miss family events and let go of the fantasy of what we wanted life with them to be you know, like the long conversations of what recovery is or whatever. We're no longer willing to be controlled by them. In return, we gain dignity and healthy pride. We start to become sane and whole. Even though it is difficult, we realize it is worth it. We find that we are resourceful and have a tremendous capacity for self-care because we have survived our childhood trauma. We seize our own identity and live our own lives from a position of wholeness, no longer operating with the one hand tied behind our backs. On this day, I will not look back. I will continue to do what is best for me, creating an identity that is separate from my dysfunctional family. Until next time, this is Koan Saludra.